0: And uh, we are uh, checking in here with you on a second day of May, I believe it. I'm, by golly, we're racing out right towards summer. And uh, we'll be uh, reporting on the weather at the bottom of the hour. And I want to welcome a, a new sponsor to the Ward Scott Files. Um, Allstate Insurance, Julie All Allstate Insurance, is now one of our uh, sponsors for the Ward Scott Files. So um We're very, very happy to have another sponsor join us. And uh, we'll have a couple other announcements to make as the week goes along. Hopefully that will um, be something you can enjoy patronizing because uh, they patronize us. That sort of thing. I scratch my back. You scratch uh, uh, yours. uh, I scratch yours. You scratch mine. That kind of business. And we all, um, um, the boats all rise is, is the idea. And conservative radio and podcasting is um, very much in demand, believe it or not. A lot of people just don't get their news reliably over any kind of liberal media. We kind of went through that yesterday with you in the newspaper to show you uh, just how in, dug in it is. And I don't know, they may not even be aware of it, but it's uh, pretty obvious to anybody who, who has a, an objective eye. Um, locally, we always like to talk about some of the local issues here on the Ward Scott Files. And um I gotta tell you that once again, I don't I don't know how to say this. The uh the bicycle enthusiast, I'm I'm not against bicycles, don't get me wrong. Uh you can ride them at a certain age. You get a little bit older, you don't see anybody on them. Uh it's a little bit dangerous. So you mostly are talking about um, and you're not even talking about kids. You're mostly talking about oh uh, 30 to maybe 50-year-old people, maybe at the top end, 60. But if they're riding it for recreation, they're riding out on um, the county roads in the bike lanes the older they are, I think. can't prove it. It's just kind of what I know from my groups of people I interact with. Uh, The ones who are actually riding them across town, um, maybe students and uh, a few people going to work, but um, you know, I don't know if that's really the case. I'd have to look at the bicycle numbers. But I do know this. Now, when you take 8th Avenue and expand the bike lanes, it stands to reason you contract the automobile lanes. And the main problem with transversing
1: Gainesville west to east is the big problem. You can't get there from West easily. If you're going to go to East Gainesville, the only road that takes you thoroughly through to East Gainesville from West Gainesville is 39th Avenue, Northwest 39th Avenue. And uh, that one is too far north of quote-unquote East Gainesville to really take you into East Gainesville. Now, if you want to go to the south end of town and get across, you've pretty much got to go to Williston Road. And come up what's a beautiful road, come up South Main, and kind of splinter off there by Kincaid Road and start working your way east. But to get east to west or west to east is interrupted by traffic circles, traffic calming.
0: Oh, you'll say, well, I can get through on University app." No, you're not, you really can't. Not 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 easily. You gotta go through downtown Gainesville.
1: And it's all jammed up. So when you see these conversations about we need to be aware of the needs of the bicycle guys. They need to factor in the conversation. How do you get to East Gainesville? Easily to encourage intercommunication, communication, inner traffic, inner culture. So there's a kind of a paradox here or a contradiction that support the bicyclists.
0: One should also factor in supporting ease of getting to East Gainesville, which is really drying up on the vine. <clears throat> It was hurt hurt most of all by the killing of Plum Creek by the progressive liberals, Hutchison and those guys. Um,
1: There's no reason to develop the east side of town.
0: Plum Creek would have given a reason. You got a beautiful road, thanks to Sid Martin. A beautiful road out to Hoffman, out to 301.
1: But there's no nothing along the way. It's there. Beautiful road. Of course, I understand beauty's in the eye of the beholder, but I mean it's a nice road. So what do you do about this? Well, all the way back to Rodney Long. Sherwin Henry. They complained about this. No buses,
0: not easily. And if you can't get there from here, what do you, why would you have hospitals and why would you have banks and why would you have grocery stores? The only thing that the
1: politicians ever put in East Gainesville are the government buildings. They put the sheriff's office out there and. Winn-Dixie, it went out of business because so so many people got the Winn-Dixie feeling. You know what I mean. And the sheriff's office is not really centrally located in the county, but it was a place to put a government building. So I don't see
0: how the conversation about bicycles and bike lanes and, you know, looking out for the guys who ride, which is, you know, I understand that group of
1: people, but still it creates an issue. That doesn't seem to be addressed. Now, along with that, as a companion conversation, that has been going on forever. And that's about the so-called black community. Now, <clears throat> I am all for a black community. <clears throat> for many, many reasons. I'm not sold on this um, business of busing and because and, um, it breaks up the community, it broke up the schools integration in the name of equality why not do
0: something in the name of uniqueness why not do something in the name of promoting the inherent strengths of a
1: particular culture why would you dilute that culture and all but have it evaporate Let me tell you a little story about where I really learned about this. When I was uh,
0: teaching at the college, of course, I had all the students do research papers. They picked their own topic. Of course, I kind of checked the topic to make sure it was worth their time. And I had a fellow who was in the class, who, by the way, the last time I checked is a GPD cop, good guy. He was going to Santa
1: Fe then in my freshman comp class.
0: And he uh, wrote a very good paper, which in those days I had all the students read their paper aloud to the class.
1: Good, Good training. About the loss of the black community. And
0: I'll never, you know, I've heard Hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands, of student essays.
1: And most of them you don't remember. But I remembered this one. And the big reason I remembered it is I learned from it. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was well done. I thought I had something to say. This student was interested in why the black community really, and he was black, was was a failure for a lot of reasons. Robbing each other, killing each other, not supporting each other. And he studied other communities to put the black community in context, which I thought was very smart. Now, remember, he had the example
0: of the Asian community because the questions are always about why are the Asians so successful in school. Uh, why do they always make up the brain bowl? Why are they always on the smartest uh, competitive academic teams? What's behind that?
1: So he investigated all these communities.
0: And he found that with the Asian community, and in particular, I think he focused on the Chinese community, found it to be the most closely knit of the ones in the Asian subtopic that he looked at. And I'll never forget the example he used.
1: And I'll share it with you. A dollar bill in a Chinese community went around, according to the students' discoveries, went around that community five times before it left the community. So what does that mean? Here's what he taught us it meant. In an Asian community, particularly the Chinese community focused on, and there are a lot of these communities out in Vancouver, you do, you have a laundry business. And I, being a member of that community, take my laundry to you. I have a restaurant. You in turn, eat out or have your deliveries from my restaurant. And all these customers we have, we share. So there are at least five Chinese communities, five businesses in the Chinese communities that are all
0: patronized by the Chinese. Now, it doesn't matter, you know, anybody can come to them. And that even increases the number of
1: dollars circulating in the community. And that kind of became the standard by which this student compared his own community, the black community. There was no restaurant in the black community known for its food that people would go to. Now, when we talk about a
0: community, we talk about a geographical location, not a black restaurant along the side of the road somewhere at the edge of Gainesville.
1: And by the way, the people felt
0: safe going into the Chinese community who were not members of the Chinese community. They didn't feel like they were going to get mugged.
1: They didn't feel like they were going to get hollered at. Or somebody come down the road with a parade of political persuasion but they did in the black community. So outsiders wouldn't
0: even bring their dollar bills to the black community. If there were such a thing as a black community, which in his studies and findings, there
1: wasn't. What made up a black community projects? Basically, There were no banks in the black community. Nobody wanted to go to the bank there. There were no grocery stores. Grocery stores couldn't stay in business.
0: No one lived there unless it was in a government place. And it wasn't a family that lived there. I'm just remembering the things this gentleman
1: found. In the Chinese community, you might live above the store. A dollar bill in a black community, according to his research paper, did not even go around the community one time before it left the community.
0: And if there were any dollar bills in the community, they were based on drug sales, which were not a legal business.
1: So the community was a lawless community. It was not appealing to someone who was not in it. It wasn't even appealing to somebody who was in it. I'm foreshortening a paper that was about 15 pages long that went way beyond the standard of excellence for the project he was doing. I mean, this was a a life-learning exercise. It was not to fulfill some academic requirement or obligatory grade or an obligatory credit to get a degree, to get a job, to get a car. It was really to figure this out. What in the world is this about? Now, you know, when we're looking for cause and effect, we look for approximate cause, uh, all that kind of business. Oddly enough, one of the findings of this report This is really interesting to yours truly. Therefore, it has to be to you, right? Oddly enough, the fracture of the black community initially was not done by the blacks. it was done by the whites who out of the goodness of their heart reasoned it was better to be all the same hence integration diversity, equity, and inclusion is just another name for it than to be unique, an individual, proud of who you are.
0: You have your architecture, you have your stores, you have your barbers, you have your teachers, you have your schools.
1: You really do have then such a thing as black pride. But in this young man's findings, it was almost impossible to get it going because of the whites who knew better, who didn't live there, didn't live there, but thought they knew what was best.
0: Oddly enough, Whites did not relate to the Chinese that way because the whites had no guilt
1: for the Chinese. The whites have been taught to feel guilty about the blacks. White relations. and therefore have created a series of political structures that have actually hurt the race relations, not helped them. Now, the woman who wrote 1619
0: should take some lessons from my student. Nobody knows his name. I'm not going to give you his name. I know him to this day.
1: He didn't do it because he wanted to be somebody.
0: And you have to admit, he would not have done it had old Professor Warthog not assigned a project but gave him
1: the freedom to choose it. And we all learn. Now, one of the questions that always came out of great research papers, like this one, and we had them from time to time, the students would say, well, why doesn't anybody listen to these ideas. And as the professor, I didn't have an answer. I thought it was a very good question. Here is
0: a very well done research effort. Now, it doesn't necessarily come to comfortable findings that are quote, politically fashionable, perhaps. But they are not fraught
1: with logical error. So the students ask, yours truly here. What do we do with something like this? That is well-reasoned, well-researched, but not even on the radar, the political radar. And I had to answer that and learn myself. And I think the answer I gave, I'm going to give it to you and tell you what, ask you what you think. An idea can be a really good idea or a conclusion, a really good conclusion. Why isn't it accepted? The timing is not right. People are not ready to
0: accept it for all kinds of reasons. In the case of this young man's findings, they're not politically useful.
1: The politics of the waste relations is for the white to exploit the black under the name of helping the black. If you call that out for what it is, people are not ready to hear that. I further don't believe people will be ready to hear that until the
0: blacks themselves start saying it. Until the blacks themselves say, we don't need your kinds of help anymore.
1: We're going to help ourselves. And the
0: way I started off on this discussion with you is I see where, once again, there's a conversation about preserving historical significance of black communities.
1: As long as it's not just the architecture, if it's just the architecture of a Building. It is really just a shallow symbolic move. Really. Oh, you ride by a building and there was there there. Oh, that's where Aunt Bessie used to live. Okay, so what? So what? If you make that building and memorialize that building, do you make a dollar bill, go around a community five times before it leaves? I don't think so. Now, I'd like to
0: submit to you what I just said. And I don't have any idea how many people hear this. Me and the production guys keep the numbers. But what I just said was
1: brilliant. But it wasn't me. It was my student. It was brilliant. Do you follow? That's it's kind of what keeps me coming back to this microphone. I don't know of
0: any other opportunity you have to hear this sort of stuff. I mean, I, I kind of look at other news outlets. And all this very shallow stuff, you know. I mean, really, even the best of the stuff is I'm always already ahead of them. They've not ever been in the classroom. They don't have ever the ones I'm watching. Never taught at a very high level. My high level,
1: my standards, which fortunately this young man respected. Enough to say, hey, I'm listening to what he's saying, and I'm going to do it. So when
0: I read, you know, once again, I believe most of the material, which is local, that is useful, is written by logical Chronicle. When I read it, Jennifer Cabrera covering the fact that they had it, um, East, West, you know, well, bicycles, one thing, but
1: historical communities. It made me think of this story. And I guess that must have been. He must have written that paper. 30 years ago. Maybe 30 years ago. Will the idea ever come to fruition? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But there are not enough guys like him. Now, you know, the only description of the class this young man was in, who was a minority, was it was freshman composition. It was not labeled, CRT, anything like that. I would never allow that. That reduces the class. It doesn't expand it. Composition. I don't even like freshmen in front of composition. Composition requires the highest intellectual skills a human being can possibly tap into. The alphabet and all of its letters, and this is just one
0: alphabet. Think of all the languages. The infinite variety of combinations to make an infinite variety of words put into an infinite variety of patterns to make infinite variety of sentences put into patterns to make infinite varieties of paragraphs put into patterns to make infinite varieties of more lengthy and complicated thought.
1: You don't need any adjectives. You may call it rhetorical strategies. That's pretty interesting. But you don't need to label these courses.
0: If you got any comments about that, I'll take a look at it on the chat line while we're on a break. I just shared that story with you. I think it's very,
1: very interesting. Right back on the Word Scott files.